Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to Vampire the Masquerade, Twin Cities by Night. Negligence is our first story arc for a campaign that takes place in 2010 in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul, Minnesota. Follow Ophelia, a Toreador played by Alex, Jonathan, a Venture played by David, Katow, a Gangrel played by Quinn, and William, a Venture played by Slavic, as they are pulled out of their seclusion and tasked to investigate a series of gruesome murders. If you'd like to contact us, you can follow us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. Juno comes walking back. William, you're still standing outside. You see Juno walking up to you. Go ahead. Scene is on yeah. you guys. Okay. What did she say to you? Well, uh, she wants to help. She gave me her number. She's obviously right. des- desperate. And uh, just as a side note, she's actually said she was having dreams about Ramona telling her okay. about things. Normally, I wouldn't say anything, but, you know, since our premiere encounter might be something more to it did, did you tell Ophelia about the meeting stuff too or i can't i didn't hear you yeah yeah uh wait what meeting stuff about the get-together stuff that she was telling you about yeah i'll tell her everything and also about the contact this max person look i don't i don't know i don't normally wouldn't normally do this kind of thing but this is a pretty important kind of situation we're dealing with maybe i should talk to star and see if i can get into one of these parties and William, give me a, uh, perception and investigation difficulty six. Okay. You got one success, right? You kind of put two together and you realize, wait a second, from what you described having to be invited and the invitation you got with the time, you're thinking maybe that might be tied somehow. I'll bang on the window motion for him to come outside. You, you notice that Elphelia is banging out the window at you, Jonathan. And- <laughs> I get up, wipe my face. Grab one more bite as I'm, I'm walking away from the table. <laughs> so you come outside, Jonathan. I'm going to cut to real quick to Katal, okay? So Katal, you go to St. Saint Mary's Hospital. You go back to the morgue, very familiar area. You <laughs> ring the buzzer. You see the old man answer, and he looks at you, and he's like, you son of a bitch. You have the audacity to come back here after you steal those fucking files, and you're going to come back here. You got fucking, I don't know what kind of sickle you are, but you got two fucking minutes to leave here before I call the fucking cops on you. I just ramped the door in front of you. I'm sorry, Katal. I didn't have to do that, but they're, you know, they're people. I didn't mean to be an asshole. It would've, if anyone else would have done it, I would have done it to them too. Well, William, William would have done it, you know what I mean? But if it was the other two, they would have let them in, you know? But he might have been weary though. I got written up because of some assholes who came in here, you know? I think by that point, I probably just sounded out there like, okay, so I'm going to have to find a way around this. All right, so I'll cut while you think about that. I'll cut to Jonathan. You go outside where the two of them are standing out there. All right, so uh, what are you guys doing outside? Did you guys tell him in game then, pretty much? Yeah, I'll leave out the thing about the dreams because I don't think Jonathan would appreciate that. So, did you tell him your? Did you tell those two what you think about the cards? Yeah, definitely. All right, so you two know that he said, "Hey, that these cards may be tied somehow to a party like that." It would make sense. Well, we won't even know until Friday evening. Because Friday evening we can see what information we can get. I'm calling them up and be like, okay, yeah, yeah, so I've been a bit of a bit of a roadblock. 
And I know I can, what I can do, but I certainly want other ideas before I go that way. So yeah, basically like... What's up, they're not leading you in? No, because apparently when you steal stuff from them and the same guy is working <laughs> on it every night, well, they tend to remember that stuff. Amateurs. Too honest to meet us there and see if we can get you in. Really, what are we going to find out from, from the morgue? I mean, I'm fairly certain that we're going to get the exact same information from this body that we got from the last two bodies. We can check for tattoos. You might have the same as the victim, one of the victims. Uh, and that's the case, then we're probably going to find somewhere who does like a cater to like high high price tattoos if we do that. high price tattoos? Well, I don't know. I mean, I could, I could easily walk into that morgue with no issue and have them give me all of the information. But honestly, I just don't think that we would get much information from the morgue, period. I think William is on to something. Yeah, uh, we should check out maybe a Roman. Definitely, definitely Roman's going to be our next lead, I think. I mean, I could be wrong. What time is it? Right now, it's about 10, probably. Juno's yeah, about to close. Closing up, yeah. Let's uh, reconvene there. I just thought of something. If, maybe if I can't get into the war, maybe I can go see if I can check out their medical records in the actual hospital part of it. Then so we can see, like, maybe that, why the, why the last, why these, what's maybe this is some kind of link between these people medically. It's something. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good idea. Try it out. You should, you can try it, what you can turn out, Kaito. You really think you can get in there? I can get in there, but I'm not sure I can talk my way in there. Jonathan, could you maybe help him? Yeah, I could go in there and school. K-Tow on, on how to infiltrate yeah. the place. And what are you, Ophelia and William, you guys are going to look into Roman? Yep. I mean, we still have to look into him because of the Tremere, right? So you guys are going to meet out Ophelia's and talk about a plan of action? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, we'll take you two first, and then we'll take Jonathan and Katow. So you two arrive at Juno's. What do you want to start doing here, Mr. William? First, I want to know more about this Roman, like... Sorry, we've got the files from Brandon's apartment. Yeah, yeah, we should analyze Let's flop them out. You look at the files. Let's do perception and finance difficulty seven. You Do you want to look through them too, Ophelia? Yeah, I'll have a look, but I probably don't know what the hell I'm looking at, to be honest. Uh, you can do, I'll let you do an investigation wow. to see. I yeah. want you to do uh, a perception investigation, Ophelia. And how many successes did you get? Four. Holy shit. Damn. Ask me questions. First, you know your history with Dunstern, right? Mm-hmm. Second, you're able to find out that they come from Boston. You're just looking at the paperwork. So if you want to do a separate investigation on your own, you got to roll again. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, sure. But you're you're starting to look at the fact that this deal has been in the works for like the last four years that Roman Dunstern has been leading the negotiations for and now resides in Minneapolis. There's an address for him. It's in the upper crust area. You know it well of usually having kind of almost mansion-like homes. You know, bigger homes, like 6,000 square feet kind of homes, you know. That's where he's temporarily staying while he's in here negotiating the deal. He travels back and forth between Boston and here. So is he part of a dynasty or something? You uh, would have to do a separate investigation. I can't answer that with this role here. Uh, but okay, people, okay. Yeah. Any uh, rules about him or the company on its own, we'll roll and cover that later, you know. Okay, so what does this role entail? Anything with the paperwork about the deal between... Analytical Medical Solutions. And Who are the main negotiators? Uh, right now, it is uh, it was uh, it was Roman Dunstern and Rebecca Powers are the two main right now. She Rebecca Powers is the C- chief chief executive officer of Analytical Medical Solutions. Yeah. Okay. Okay. For last four years in the work. How much money are we talking about? 
Uh, we're talking about probably $25 million. I have no idea what I'm looking at right now. I'm just kind of baffled <laughs> by all this. What, I was going to tell you, how many successes did you get? Two. What was the difficulty, sorry? Difficulty eight. Yeah, two, wasn't it? A teen and eight and a six. Okay, so you basically got the information where he lives at, you know what I mean? And that he's from Boston. That That's what you can gather there. I'm just turning this over in my head. Um, I'm just turning over in my head. You know, I, I've noticed the last few... I guess over the last few nights or however long we've been doing this, the power that I can kind of have over me and, and also the, the penchant that these higher class kind of people have for, you know, prostitutes or whatever. I'm thinking, you know, maybe I pay, maybe I pay Roman a visit in disguise, see what I can get out of him with, with my charms. That's just me. That's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm letting William know this as well while I'm thinking it over. Could be one avenue. You would be exposing yourself, though, so... <laughs> I can take care of myself, please. You should remember what these people do. Never too good to be in the spotlight, uh, I should know. Yeah, I actually wanted to know anything about behind the deal. Would this influence the climate? Yeah, now, you can tell from the paperwork, but you can't tell who it is, but you get the feeling from looking at numbers that there's a backer of Dunstern mm-hmm. that it could be an organization... It could be a person, a backer in Dunstern that is also kind of... You almost get the feeling that Dunstern is being the middleman. Okay. Uh, I want to know if this has anything to do with the other deal. The one I had, you know, which... Oh, yeah. No, you don't see anything other than the fact that it's the same company. No similar MOs, nothing. Okay. No, because this isn't a hostile takeover, you know? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And there's just th- these two people mentioned, Roman and Rebecca. Yep. Okay. I want to roll... Uh, to investigate Dunstan. Yeah. Let's do uh, Wits and Finance. Difficulty 8. Two successes. As you're doing your investigation, you realize that Dunstern is out of Boston, but they are have he- they work heavily with some like family or some conglomerate that... St- you're looking at it like there's a lot of vowels here, but it starts with the G. Looks like it says Giovanni, uh-huh. and it kind of rings a little bell to you. But I mean, I don't know if you tell Ophelia if you're looking through there if you mentioned to her or anything. Start talking to myself, oh, Giovanni. You catch that and you recognize what yeah. it is. Okay, so uh, do a chick. Uh, no, you know what Giovanni is with that. You just kind of know that there are clan of vampires that aren't part of the Camarilla. You're not quite sure. You remember, like, hearing that there might be one in the Twin Cities or there was one or you you don't know. You know what I mean? But you definitely know they're a clan of vampires and you know a little bit that they're, like, Italian of background and you know that they're an Italian family. You just kind of hear they're into weird stuff other than that, you know? I'll, I'll legally know what I know about them or, you know, as, as okay. it pertains to what's going on. So we have our first suspect that could be the backer behind it all, Giovanni. Sure. Okay. This just got interesting. And now that you said that they're targeting you. Yeah. This could be dangerous. Give me a perception and perception and finance roll difficulty six. Okay. Oh, I didn't botch. I have one success. You kind of realize that the reason why this might be happening is because you might have dug too far and alerted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got into this stuff. Yeah. Like, it's not quite like you kind of like, yeah, you overstepped a little bit. And they might be just kind of slapping you on the wrist, teaching you a lesson kind of thing. You know what I mean? You don't know, but it doesn't seem like you've seen this kind of stuff happen before, I guess, in your dealings, you know? 
it's the give it yeah. pull and take of or push and pull of financial endeavors. Okay, I'll tell Ophelia that it's possible they know that something is happening and that someone is looking into it and that if she would want to infiltrate, you know, or meet this Roman or whatever, then she should be careful not to set off any hints because she's probably on alert. Sure. All right, I'm going to cut to Jonathan and Katow. Jonathan, you meet up Katow at... uh, Cause St. Mary's Hospital in the front, he's standing there. It's kind of, it's not snowing, but he's standing outside in his normal attire of jeans and hoodie and just kind of sitting and waiting for you. See Jonathan come walking up. And I will have changed into my crappier suit. Okay. And I have my FBI badge and, and whatnot. So you guys uh, are standing out front. Okay. So what I want to do is, uh, is that I want to look into like the medical records of the of the victims, like R- Riker, uh, Ramona, that uh, third guy, what was his name? Paul. Oh, uh, oh. Paul Hughes. I just want to see like it is something like we know they go undergo this, this rich this initiation thing or whatever it is, but I'm wondering like why these people? Like why not any of the others? Because and, uh, and you've burned your identity here, right? Well, just in the morgue, as long as... Uh, well, all three of these people are dead, so getting their medical records, they're probably going to be closed out or getting moved someplace else. I would think. I would hazard a guess. Then where would they go, would you think? Mm, I don't know. I'd have to go in and ask. So let's go in and ask. All right. <laughs> so you want to come in with me? Yes. All right. Okay. <laughs> so you guys all walk up. You see a big walk-up desk. You kind of hear it's not too busy because it's a Wednesday evening. You know, you see a lady like a nurse sitting there on a computer. She looks up. She's like, "Yeah, how can I help you guys?" I'm gonna flash my badge. Hi, this is um, Special Agent Halen. Paul yeah, Halen. She stands up and she just kind of like looks at the close at the the, the identification stuff. Back. Yes. Uh, how can I help you? I need the medical records for a Paul Hughes, a Ramona Ortiz, and a Brandon Riker. She's typing away. Uh, let's see. Uh, they, well, two previous ones were DBs. Third one just died yesterday. Okay. Uh, would you like that in a paper? I can get the autopsy reports too. Do you need those or just the regular? Uh, all of everything you got on those three, please. Okay. Well, what, what kind of medium would you like? Would you like paper or digital? Yes. She looks at you. I take it both then you're saying? Yes. Okay. She's like, it'll take about 20, 30 minutes to print out the paper. And she's just clapping away. And I'll All print right. it to So if you could be disc. back here in 15 minutes, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. She's like, okay. Boom. And she's like, I'll be right back. And she gets up and walks off. And you guys are just kind of standing there. What do you, what'd you buy that FBI badge thingy? I didn't buy any FBI badge. I'm going to give him a shoulder. 15 minutes later, she comes back with the stuff, kind of hands it to you. She's like, oh, is there anything else I can help you with, officer? No, I, I think you've done everything I I can think of, and that's special agent, not oh, officer. Oh, special agent. I'm, I, I apologize. No, no, that's completely fine. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Turn around and walk off. All right. I'm going to hand him the, the, the folders. Like, huh? <laughs> do you need help with those? He's like, so what are you guys doing? You driving back to Juno's? Yeah, we'll go meet up with uh, Juno and William. All right. So you guys drive back to Juno's. Juno, you t- Juno and William, you, Ophelia and William. You see them walking in. You see Catal uh, holding like a, a, a like a two inch stack of paperwork. You know, comes walking in. 
Sure. Okay, so I want to look through this through all the paperwork and stuff and see like, is there anything in the medical records saying like, you know, is there like what is like why these people? Give me a perception and investigation difficulty seven. Okay, so that's one, two, three, four successes. Oh, you basically see in a nutshell, nothing stands out medical records wise, but you sense the exact same things with the tattoo, with the wound that was kind of partially healed but not fully healed. All of the same stuff when it comes to that, when it comes to the autopsy. Uh, so just more of the same then. Yeah. Why that? And the medical record? Yeah, nothing in the medical record sticks out that, you know. Yeah. I didn't anticipate we would get anything out of it. It was, worth it. it was worth looking at, at least. Oh, yeah, it was a good idea. What about, uh, did you guys tell those two about what you guys discovered? Yeah, I'll tell them, uh, you know, especially that backer, uh, that Dunstern seems more of a middleman than anything. And uh, that it works out of Boston, but works with a Giovanni and you know, I sort of look at Jonathan that maybe the things we were doing, we were actually paying a boon, maybe, for our sires or something. The Giovanni? Yeah, you don't know too much about the Giovanni. I'll give them a rundown if they want it. Giovanni 101, as far as I know, anyway. Yeah, I'll, I'll say, like, first of all, mobsters not really, a, like, they're not, like, I see a lot of Vampire the Masquerade players are like, oh, they're the Mafia guys. No, they're an Italian... All you know is they're a clan that is rumored to have roots in the Italian family and that they just kind of known for being a little weird. That's all you really, none of you guys have met one. You guys kind of heard rumors uh, like a long time ago, maybe I'm listening about one being in city at one time or is in the city. I think you might have to ask someone higher up than us about if there is a Giovanni here. Sure. Why don't you? (laughs) I can, but. Well, I don't think it'd be too much to ask if there's simply just one in the city. We haven't done any research on Roman, though. Of yeah, any the only thing you guys has got his address of where he stays at and the address of the location of where their business is at. But Roman himself, you haven't done too much or haven't been able. Let's. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do some research and see what I can come up with on right. Roman. Let me get a perception or what's an uh, perception of uh, what's an investigation difficulty seven. Or difficulty eight. Okay, that's going to be seven dice. <sighs> Not crap. What oh, man. All right, you weren't <laughs> able to find anything out. All right. It was worth a try. Oh, man. Hmm. I guess if we really think he's involved in this, I suppose I can sort of like stick out, like do what we did with Riker and just stake out the place. And this time we actually make it a decent watch and like try to keep like someone out there at all times. Stake out his house and everything? Yeah. The evening's still young. All right, let's go do that. Are you Are you guys all going to do that? <laughs> I don't think sure. we need all of us. At a distance, at the very least. Yeah. Are you other two comfortable with that going to go with? Or? Sure. Yeah, I'm not really a security expert. So. Are you guys taking two different cars and I take it? Yeah, I'll take I'll take my car. And... I'll go with Kaitao. <laughs> okay. So Felix, how go with one car, and I take it the venture you go in the other two, <laughs> the other car. Uh, I'm the drive there. I turn to Ophelia. So, do you think that, like, we, do you think like you could t- talk to someone in, like, like maybe someone you know, when then like the, the higher ups say like, is there Giovanni in the city or not? Like, do we just you know this or what? Like, what do you think? I can, I can talk to. Sorry, let me just check the name because I don't have a photograph. Lawrence Miller. 
That's my mentor. <laughs> yeah, someone has to know, and uh, I don't want to talk to people I know. So you guys are driving up. Uh, you guys are driving to the west side of Minneapolis, where you kind of are starting to get to the suburbs and an area that is, like I said, known for having homes that are almost mansion-like, almost in size, definitely upper crust uh, society homes. Uh, you ju- it goes for like a half a mile. It goes windily up a hill. There's like gate, you know what I mean? A gate. And then you can see the homes behind the gate and everything like that. The grass and the bushes are all covered with snow. Uh, as you're going up the hill, you pass the address, uh, that is there for Dunstern's and you are, it's on the right as you buy both cars and continue to go up the hill. Everyone who's looking, give me a perception and alertness roll, if you would. Difficulty six. I got I one know. success. Cartel's a beast. And, uh, what, how much did you get, William? Two. two. And then how many did you get? Three, uh, two. Three. I got right, three. Okay, three. Okay. Okay. Uh, so all of you guys pretty much noticed that there's like at least you guys that see at least one guy, uh, standing on the front porch and winter jacket. He looks like he might be like, you know, like kind of like the security con and you see lights on in the home that looks like someone is in there as you guys drive by. I think we could sign to get a closer look at this place. But yeah, you guys, you, you guys see the sides that's darker on the sides and it looks like it has a bigger, you know what I mean? The, the lawn and the yard in itself on the sides, you know? So he's got some security. Yeah, you can see one security guard up front. Yeah, he's got one security guard. We could just go in brazen or, I mean, well, look I at could it try hurt. and sneak in. I. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. You sneak it in. You get caught, and then you're like, "Hey, we we have some Asian riffraff trying to burglar my mansion. What do you think he's gonna do to you?" Just say, "I thought as much," and let me go. Just like throw the trash out. Wow. I I I wouldn't expect that would be how it would go. If I was some rich dude and I I can afford security guards and some dude burglared my house. Who says I'm going to burgle anything? Trespassing at most. Burgling is entirely different. Sorry, you said the gate was shut. Yeah, it was like a shut gate up front. You know what I mean? It looks there, like a five foot fence, but like on the side. How far away from the dark. gate? Like, they're, they're about 20 cam- feet, cameras. 30 feet from the gate. You couldn't Sorry. see no cameras. No cameras. I'm going to get out of the car and just walk up to the gate. And is there a buzzer I can push? Uh, yeah, you see Ophelia, as you guys are sitting there talking on the phone, you see Ophelia get up and hit the buzzer. Now, now that we're here, can I do like a realistic look and estimation of what kind of security measures that they have here? Yeah, yeah, here, here's your option. I'll let you do one or two things. I'll let you try to quickly look before she rings the buzzer, or I'll let you say, hey, hold on, and you know what I mean, and, and go look. Yeah, and well, hold on for one moment, and let me actually take a look at what we got here. So you're going to have to get out of the car and go around fence and everything like around the yard. Is that what you want to do? I can't just like drive around the neighborhood and take a look at it at a distance. No, because it's like you can tell the front, but the sides, are, you know what I mean? It's like there's huge gaps between the homes. They're not like right next yeah. to each other. So there's areas where you can walk there and you can kind of not be seen. That, that's what I want to do. I want to be, you know, subvertive in, in my attempt to ascertain what the security measures that he may have employed here. You're okay with that, Ophelia? Sure. As you're walking along, does are you going on your own? Or are you going to have anyone come with you? Or no, I'll, 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 the fewer people doing this, the better. Okay. Because if you got a big group of 
people yeah. holding hands, walking around, taking a look at a place. It's gonna So let's roll a dexterity. what's your dexterity and stealth? Two. Uh dexterity and uh my stealth is three, so it's five dice. Difficulty seven. No six, difficulty six. <sighs> Nothing. Okay, so you're you're trying to walk along but you realize that like you're like, damn it, I can't. You're kinda yeah. realizing you're just not skilled enough to quite do it, but all right. Well, that's to stealthily look around, right? Yeah, that's to like get around so you can see the other measures, you know. Can at a distance? Can I just do like perhaps a, a perception and um, a security to see if I can determine what they got going on? Yeah, I'll let you do perception security difficulty eight. All right. That's going to be six dice. Oh. Hey. Okay, so you can see that there's a guard in the back. That's really just one in the front. You kind of catch the corner of the back, you know, like of one. They're dressed in kind of winter jackets and everything like that. You see breath coming from it, you know. And with that success, I'll let you roll a dexterity and stealth again, but difficulty five since you kind of know the pattern if you want to. Okay. Dif- uh, dexterity and stealth. Yeah. Difficulty five. Yeah. Two successes. All right. So you start climbing. Walking along, like, the west end of the home, which is the left side of the home, you know? You're walking along. You're kind of hiding amongst trees. You're kind of looking around. I'm going to cut real quick to, what are you guys doing, Katal, William, and Ophelia? While I'll you see John. Yeah, running. All right. What about you, uh, Katal? I basically just look from, from the car and see that what would be a good place to, like, sort of sneak in without being, like, immediately noticed. Well, you know that you could at least go to the right side. He's going on the left side of the home. You could go on the right side, and you could try looking to see if you see anything. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. So give me uh, dexterity and stealth difficulty six. One, two, three. You're coming along. You're coming along. Ophelia, William, you guys are staying with the cars, right? Like a block up? All right. Yeah, sure. Uh, I want you both – oh, excuse me, not William. uh, Jonathan and Cattell, give me a perception alertness roll difficulty seven, please. (laughs) <laughs> and this is why I flunked out of the CIA Academy. Okay. Did you botch? Uh, uh, yeah, I botched. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so. Did I make up for it in my amazing success? Uh, yeah. Uh, how many did you get, uh, Katal? Uh, what was the difficulty again? Uh, seven. One, two, three, four, five. I think you guys found your new scout. Okay. So, Katal, you're sitting there walking along and you. Go on the side of the house and you see a window like that's like probably six feet by six feet. It's wide open, the, the curtains, right? Uh-huh. And you're looking through there and you see, uh, at first you kind of like sensing there's movement in the room and everything. And you see a guy, he looks to, you're kind of guessing maybe to be like six foot two. He's, he's very well defined, has a gray crew cut, like really uh-huh. close shaved crew cut, kind of a chiseled jaw. You see him running around the room like screaming at the top of his lungs. You can kind of sense he's screaming. Then you see like him, looks like he's grabbing something. You can't quite see what it is, but he's like bending over, you know, like grabbing something. And you see like blood splurt up onto his face and like over his face. And you see him turn around and you watch him lift up by one hand what looks like to be like a nine-year-old kid, and he, a naked nine-year-old kid. And he's oh sitting there fuck. strangling the kid. And laughing while he's doing it hysterically. And you're sitting there watching, like, what the fuck am I seeing? I need you to roll, uh, give me a self-control roll, difficulty six, please. Uh, what the fuck just oh, happened? Oh, 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 no. So, if you failed, you got an option. 
you can run, you can spend a willpower point to avoid frenzying, or you can frenzy right now. Yeah, I, I, I can't afford frenzy. What, one will point, no frenzy. Okay, so you spend a willpower point, but you're kind of like, give me a courage roll, difficulty six to see if you can stay there, if you choose to stay there, or if. Yeah, I'm gonna have to stay there, cause by this point, you know, it's, 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 uh, by the time I get there, it's gonna be over. Yeah. You gotta get through that humanity. So you got, you got two successes? Yeah. Alright, so you're standing there, and you see him just like kind of throw the body aside, and he's like laughing hysterically, he has blood on his face, and then you see him like trying to like rustle something else, and you see him pick up another little boy, he like slams his body oh. against the wall, and he takes out a knife, and he just slashes the knife across the throat. He's just standing there, as like the blood is just fucking spilling on him, laughing hysterically. I need you to roll me yeah, conscious of six. So, okay, you're sitting there, and you're starting to you're being racked with guilt that you're that you're this is happening and you can't stop it. But you know, obviously, that you can't just go running in there and doing anything. So as you are standing there watching, you see the body drop and he's just turns around and walks off and you see this back end and he just walks off and, and you can't tell what's happening after that. Okay, so I j- at that point, I probably just book it right back to the car and just be like, oh, shit. So Katalka's walking up. Uh, running. Yeah, running up to the car. William, you kind of notice Katal's running towards the car. Uh, roll down the window. I mean, uh, I, excuse me, Jonathan, I'm sorry. I meant Jonathan, I apologize. He's running towards the cars, but you can kind of catch out of the corner of your eyes. He's running towards the car. As I just, like, stepped in dog shit? Yeah, yeah, well... we'll, we'll I'm like, talk. oh, man, what the fuck did I just step in? <laughs> Alright, so, uh, you see him running by there. Oh, these people. What am I working with? Amateurs. Amateurs. You hear a light comes on. <laughs> behind you see a light comes on from like 50 feet behind you like the next home you know uh-huh and you hear like the door open like got someone out there uh, uh yeah i'm sorry i'm 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 looking for uh frank frank wister's house uh, uh you don't got the right house i suggest you leave here and you get off my damn property all right oh i'm i'm sorry so um i'm gonna just throw out some like street address uh do, do you know where that's at by chance no fucking idea. I don't know how you're going to try to find it by my trees. Again, please leave or the cops are going to be called. Oh, sorry. Nice, Thank nice. you. <sighs> All right. I guess I'll make my way back to Katow as he's... Everyone roll a perception alertness rule right now. Minus Katow. Minus Katow, but everyone okay. else. I got one I success. Who botched? I did. I got one success and Ophelia got two. All right, you're like nothing. You're like, hey, Katal, you look like you're in a good mood, guy. I feel like you got two. All right, so you notice that Katal's like visibly fucking shaking, dude. Uh, am I in the car? I'll get out of the car or whatever. And- yeah. Uh, William, you see Jonathan walking up. You see Katal running up. You see Ophelia get out of, out of the car as to like, like intercept Katal. So there's three people out and you're still in the car, William. I guess I'll see what the commotion's all about. And the scene is on. You guys go. Okay. Guys, they're in the house. What did you say? What are you trying to say? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, in the house. Uh, so, so, kids. In the house. Kids in the house. In the house. Kids. Someone was killing kids in the house. Fucking kidding me? I'm, I'm not kidding you. This is, I, I, what did you say? 
I saw a guy, I don't know, gray hair, crew cut. Uh, he, he was chasing down a couple, down a couple of kids. After the, the blood, the naked, naked. naked kittens. Oh, so, do you guys want to deal with this now or what? I've got blood tears welling up in my eyes, and I'll kind of just probably get out of almost here. about to faint. Like Where? I feel sick. And William and Jonathan, or uh, William and Jonathan, this the description kind of sounds like. Roman Dunstern. Okay. Deal with him and his men, or or what? We call the police. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to do anything for the kids, this rich guy. Yeah. They actually might have on his payroll or something. Who knows? So what? I mean, it's in his property. Well, if we. Uh, I know. Because by the time the cops get here, either A, the blood will be gone, or B, they'll just have enough money to just throw at them and say, it was nothing. <coughs> we I could don't do need a warrant. Let's we go in. Get some photos. Let's go in. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Let let let's be decisive. Let's 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 bring this to a head right now and see what happens. For once, it's gonna be bad. Yeah, yeah. We need we need to get him. We need to get him. I I can't think right now. I'm like really mad right now. You and guys, can I'm see. ready to go with Jonathan. All right, I'm gonna you start walking can. towards the front guard. So you are all you guys, or just do three, or because William seems oh. a little skept- a little hesitant right now. No, I think we should wait till they deal with that security guard, and then we should all go in. Like let one or two deal with the guard, and okay. I'm not thinking straight. Yeah, that, I'll just like just like sort of just sit down by William, and just be like just like just like a thousand yard stairs, like. Just, let me get a. Uh, uh, you guys are walking up to three of them are walking up to the the guy the gate. You guys get up to the gate, which is obviously locked. You see the guy sitting at the fence, look up at you guys, and he's like, "Can I help you?" I'm gonna flash, flash my badge. FBI, get up against the wall. Put your hands on the wall. He looks at. He's like, "Uh, you can get a warrant." I don't need a warrant. Oh, what's the probable cause? Turn around and put your hands up against the wall. And he kind of just kind of looks at you. He's like, "Let me call my lawyer real quick here." You see him like reaching in. And he kind of gets his phone out. I'm gonna use Dominate to to tell him to get his hands up against the wall. All right, give me. Are uh, you gonna use Mesmerize? Yes. So uh, as he's like saying, I'm gonna get a lawyer, and he's looking at you. Uh, what's the role? Let's see, manipulation and leadership, right? Let's do difficulty seven. Okay, minus two. Yeah. So difficulty five. Three successes. He turns around. You see him like kind of shaking. He puts his hands on the wall as you guys are still. I'm gonna frisk him. Well, you're on the, you're still on the other side of the gate. Oh, okay. He hasn't opened up the gate, you know. <laughs> Shit. All right. Open the gate and then get your hands up against the wall. You see him like turn, turn around and he goes up to the gate and you see him like fidgeting with the gate and he opens the gate and he takes like two steps backwards and the gate's open in front of you. Are you armed? Yeah. Place your weapon on the ground. Okay. You're going to have to roll again for that. Okay. Okay, this time I've got one, two, three, four, five successes plus the ten, which I'm persuasive. I would assume this is persuasive, yeah. so I get to re-roll that. Yeah. So one, two, three, four, five, six successes. He drops the gun on the ground. It's a. I didn't tell you to. I didn't tell you to drop it. I told you to place it on the ground. Oh, he placed it. Sorry, he placed it on the <laughs> ground. Rolling. And you can kind of see he's looking at you, but he's got like a little smirk on his face. He's got a smirk on his face. What do you think so funny? <laughs> he's, just, he's just sitting there. He's just got a smirk. All right. You want to handcuff this guy and put him, handcuff him to the gate? 
I've already picked up his gun. Wait, hold on. You guys crossing over the gate? Yes. Into the yard? Yeah. Who's all, all three of you guys are doing that? I think it's right. just the two of them because me and William should be still by the cars. Oh, okay. You two are by the cars. These two. Mm-hmm. As you guys step over the gate, almost as if like you've, you're, you're thrown to another scene, you see everything around you turns to like a stark gray, black and gray. And you see a figure almost like coming, like you're looking from your vision, almost fills your vision as if it's coming at you at a fast pace. And you see it's, it looks to be as if like a, a face that's about to, to, to its mouth is about to uh, wrap itself around your head. Uh, it's coming at you screaming at a loud decibel to where you, it's almost about to cause your ears to bleed. And I need you guys to roll me a courage roll difficulty eight right now. Both you guys. Sure. One success. As you're sitting there, you're, you're not in, uh, Roshek, like the red fear, but you're definitely like, what the fuck? You're, you're pretty much finding yourself like taken out of, it seems almost like a reality. You've never experienced anything like this before. You're, you're not able, you're actually not able to function. You just haven't ran off in fear, but you're on the other side of the fence, the other side of the entrance of the fence, and you go back to looking at the guy standing there smirking. What about you, Ophelia? What did you get? I got a one success. One success, you're in the same situation in itself. And he's oh like, you see God. him smiling, you see the guy smirking at you, and he's like, so you're there kind, aren't you? Huh. You see him picking up his gun, he's like, I suggest you fuckers move the fuck on before you guys find yourself in a situation you're not going to like, asshole. And he sits there and he like fucking closes the gate in front of you guys and locks it. And he picks up his phone and he's like, tell the boss, we got some of their kind here, one, it seems like one to deal with business i told him to get the fuck out of here and he hangs up the so phone he's on the other side of the gate to us now is he yeah and he's turning around walking up to the steps why don't you tell your boss to come out here and have some words with us he turned, he's like my boss doesn't have no need to talk to any of your kind if you fucking want to deal with us you talk to the right fucking people don't okay, come here we're, we're, right working with your, we're working with your kind since the fucking how long now and you're going to come to our house and you're going to fucking try to goddamn in Step onto us and disrespect our invitation to come here. Is this how you guys deal shit here? Calm the fuck down. Who are you so that I can approach the right people? If you don't know who the fuck I am, then you don't need to be approaching here. I suggest you get on the fuck out. And if you don't fucking know who we are, then you talk to your goddamn leadership and you find out. I'm gonna shoot the guy in the leg. You're gonna shoot the guy in the leg. You're gonna I'm gonna shoot him? the guy in the leg. Hell yeah! Okay. As you uh, pull, I won't even make you roll. As you got, have you? pull out your weapon and you go to fire you see as if like the bullet would traverse the gate but then you're caught like with an image again of that rushing spectra that's coming towards you guys i need you to roll a courage roll again difficulty eight i can't shoot the guy in the leg you can try i mean i'm not gonna tell you you can't try i failed as you guys are seeing there you see david and jonathan sees as he pulls out his gun and i'm sure out of frustration rightfully so and fucking anger you see this Again, taking up your vision as if you're being transversed somewhere else and you're just like, fuck this shit. And you just, you see Jonathan turn around. He just fucking burns off, runs well, off across the street into the forest. All right. I'll, um, I'll follow with him. You see Ophelia take off and she's as if she's trying to catch up with them. My God. It's still Wednesday night, right? Uh, yeah, it's still Wednesday night. Jonathan, as you're running, you start regaining your wits and you hear someone behind you. And you look and you see it's Ophelia. You two, Katow and William, are sitting at the car and you see them like fucking take off across the street. Like, what the fuck? You don't see any of the shit that they saw, you know? Are there any okay. other cars on the street? 
Ah, uh, no, just the two that your guys' cars. What well, the fuck was that? I'm pissed. I'm so pissed. I'm gonna fuck some shit up right now. That's that's mm-hmm. what's happening right now. I'm pissed too. Like revenge it's pissed. The, it's the gate's still open. No, the gate's closed. Okay, okay. And you see, like the guy went inside, and you see like the other figure coming around. You know, you're kind of getting a sense, William, that maybe. Yeah, let's get out of here. They they want to play hardball. No, I, I wanted to talk to them. I wanted to find out what's going on, and they're not even going to give me that much. Give me a uh, perception alertness roll, uh, William and Katow. Difficulty six. Uh, and what did you get, Katow? I got one, two, three, four, five, six. Katow, you notice that as you're sitting there, you see that the guy is, that you saw that was doing all that is coming up on the porch in a bathrobe. You know, it's kind of cold, but he, you see him kind of looking at you guys, and he's kind of like waving you two over. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll think. No, no, no. Okay, wait, who? You're, you're recognizing as Roman Dunstan. So I sort of look at Katow, who seems to be having trouble. What's her deal, man? That's the guy who... All right, are you, what are you guys doing? Right. He's staring at you guys. He's like, I take it that you guys want Back to talk to in a Scottish accent. Uh... I know about your kind. If you want to talk, come over here and talk. If not, then I suggest you talk to your mean. I'm here on his invitation. Well, your guy, he said leadership. He said, I know about your kind. I'm here on your leadership's invitation. You can come and talk here to me, or we can attract the attention that your kind is not liking too much, too often. Okay, I'll go. You see, I'll, you're I'll... hearing this conversation, uh, Jonathan. Uh, you see them walking towards And I'll yell out to Roman. Be like, do you think we're stupid? We saw what you did. You can come over here and you can talk, or we can go about and still make fools of ourselves. Yeah, at this yeah. point, it's my head. I'm like, just okay. Now this warrants a call to my sire. I'm gonna walk up to uh, Roman. He's standing on the other side of the gate, like on a shovel driveway, as you four are kind of standing there. So why did you come to my adobe here at this hour of the evening? Yeah, well, all about shooting guns and freaking out and trying to get on here, especially when I've been granted a silent will be granted the right to, to reside in your city by your very own leadership. Well, well nobody instructed me of that, so who who gave you asylum? It's not asylum. I'm allowed to reside here. Who do you think gave it to me? Fill up your prince did. My clan has been in the... My, I'm a representative of the clan, and I'm aware, sure that you're aware of what clan I represent. No, I, I am not. So what clan do you represent? Giovanni? And he looks at you. But there do you go exactly. I've been... I'm a, I'm a servant of the Giovanni family. I don't understand why you're coming here and you're Trying to get into my my residence and shooting weapons and whatnot. Mm. We'll tell you why we're shooting weapons if you tell us what you were doing with that kid. Why is that any of your business? It, I, I don't really business? care about the kids. I want to know what had to do with uh, Brandon Riker and his group. What the fuck does Brandon Riker or anyone have anything to do with anything here? You guys are making no sense. You're coming here with three different things. Trying to cross-examine me for no apparent reason. Trying to come onto my property, what's considered a haven for Clan Giovanni. And then you're going to sit here and threaten me? I just asked you a simple question. What's going on with Brandon? Because he's making all kinds of attention that we don't want. And that is what brought us to your doorstep. Nothing else. I don't know what you're talking about, about attention that Brandon would bring to me. If anything, it's business. 
That has nothing to do with anything you saw here tonight. How close is he to the gate? He's about ten feet back. Okay. I'm just... I'm going to call him a piece of shit and walk <laughs> off. <laughs> piece of shit. He smiles at that dude. He's like, I... Coming from the... Coming from people who have lived like ticks amongst our kind for millennia, and you're going to call me that. Hey. And he turns around. He's like, I hope you all have a good evening. And he walks, and he walks back inside towards the house he was staying in. I'm, I'm getting back in the car. I'm just sitting there. I'm upset. Don't you still have that gun, Ophelia? Yeah, I do. I've got my gun on me. I got mine, too. You're not going to kill him with no 9mm. We'll just All you're going to do is piss him off and ruin his... Uh, we need was he a vampire? Could we tell if he was a vampire? No, he's, he's, he's literally, he literally just said he, he he's, he's not one of us. If no, he's killing a Giovanni clan, he is a vampire. He's an he's a servant of God. Yeah, he could be a ghoul or he could be a necromancer or something. He was calling us ticks. Yeah, exactly. Which makes me think he wasn't himself. Oh, we can go know. take this information to, um, at this point, we can take the information to, um, who is Earth? it? Uh, the Primogen? No, it was the Primogen, the yeah. Venture Primogen that set yeah. us on the, the Cincinnati or whatever the hell it's Sensei called. Shaw. Since it's Shaw. <laughs> because at this point now, now obviously it, it, it's, it's, it's going beyond just humans. Hello folks. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general that deals with your favorite white wolf role playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded? One which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion so that your media could get the attention you want. Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called White Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. The group is specifically ran with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. We are currently over 1,000 members strong, and we are continuing to rapidly grow with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there.